Welcome to the UAC podcast. UAC was founded to create a place for the most successful chiropractors from different backgrounds and around the world who could come together to mastermind and create lifelong lasting friendships. Our profession's unique and surrounding yourself with the genius inside of UAC is a formula to grow personally and professionally into the life you've always known you're capable of achieving. I'm Dr. Alan Miner with Dr. Brian Capra, and this is the best practices section of the UAC podcast. Welcome to Chiropractic's Brain Trust. Welcome, everybody, to the UAC Best Practices podcast. I'm Dr. Alan Miner here with Dr. Brian Capra. Hey, Cap, how's it going? Hey, bud, how's it going? Great. Excited to be here. Uh, yeah, so welcome to UAC Best Practices. Uh, we hope that you get a little nugget or maybe several nuggets out of today that you can immediately take home and or take to your practice and implement and get results. So uh, we have Dr. Noda Hashimoto on the call. He's a very successful practice. I've been friends for a few years now. Uh, Gotten to know him. Great guy. Very successful. Business minded. Um, Also has another business track stat. But uh, I'm going to let Noda take it from here. I know your topic basically is profit with some bullet points underneath that. So what do you have for for the audience today? Well, like a lot of people talk about increasing collections, obviously you go to conferences, you talk to other docs, everyone talks about collections, but at the end of the day, profit's the thing that matters. Um, It's a thing that our software helps a lot with. It's a thing that Dr. Brian's software helps a lot with, but it just, um, you know, like I remember my first consultant, one of the first things you'd always have people do is these like raise your prices. You've had those prices for the last like 30 years or 20 years. So I was like, sell for more. And how do you sell for more? One, you can just raise your prices. You can figure out how to increase the value, diff- deliver different types of services. You could also, another thing that a lot of these um, docs do is they don't really try to position themselves as an expert to someone. Uh, one of my mentors, Dan Kennedy, always talked about, you need to be someone to someone. You need to be a who to a who. And you know that's why they talked about like doing niches, even Even if you're doing straight chiropractic, um, I have friends and colleagues like just focusing on like things like migraines, focusing on like sciatica rather than just being a general practitioner. You want to be the cardiologist, the orthopedic hip replacement surgeon, stuff like that. So like, yeah, something that jumps to my mind with uh, it is interesting how we've all been in the rooms where everybody screams about their collections and and how much they collect. And it's, it's this funny thing that it's like, you know, there could be the guy making 200,000 collecting 200,000 and taking home 175 of it. And the guy doing one or 2 million might be pulling from a line of credit to make, you know, uh, a payroll. And so profit, such a big deal of it. We've, We've talked in the past about profit first, that book's been a big influence on a lot of UAC, but also I'm kind of curious, I've been using when when we do calls for um, for our staffing company, Car Matchmakers. I have found one of the fastest ways to sum up a clinic is looking at revenue per employee. And there's a lot to unpack here, but we've found if an, if a practice is sitting around two hundred fifty thousand dollars of revenue per employee, not including the owner, and you know that includes the doctor, a CA, anybody full time that practice is profitable. It's the fastest way I've learned because a lot of people call us and they want an associate and they're not in a position to afford an associate yet. And it was always took a little time to dig out that people don't know their numbers. They don't know their profitability. They don't know the revenue, but 
if I can figure out, all right, how many people are working for you? How much did you collect? Are you above 250,000 revenue per employee? It was the fastest, like that clinic has profit in it. Uh, and so anyways, I, I want to dig into numbers like that because that's really, to me, your genius and your expertise is, is unpacking that. So can we go a little deeper on the profitability and the levers that you talk about to pulling those? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't track, it seems like, is your collection visit average. Like yeah. I know you guys track them, but like I'm, I was just blown away at how many people don't. At Quartermaster Tax Management, one of the things that we know when you're running your business is you want to be confident that you're not overpaying your taxes. In order to do that, you really need a bulletproof tax strategy to keep more of what you earn. The problem is the majority of business owners, specifically chiropractors, grossly overpay on taxes and don't even know it, which ultimately leaves them frustrated and discouraged. We believe you work hard for that money and should be able to keep more of it. So after working with hundreds of chiropractors, we understand how frustrating it is to overpay on taxes. But as certified tax strategists who specialize in the R&D healthcare space, we found over $30 million for our clients and tax credits since 2021. It's really easy to get started with us too. First, you get in a qualifying call to make sure you actually qualify for the credits. Then very simply, we apply for the credits for you and ultimately then help you reclaim your tax savings every single year. Visit our website at quartermastertax.com or call and schedule a call with us today and find out how much the IRS owes you. Don't forget to mention UAC. So it's just like, they'll look at patient visit average and I'm not saying patient visit average is a bad thing or they'll look at like total weekly visits, but like they don't even look at like, what are we earning per visit? What is our expense per visit? But yeah, like those are big things. But yeah, like selling for more, um, becoming an expert, that's good. And then um, another thing for increasing profit is just sell more often. And that's kind of an area that a lot of chiropractors do focus on, right? One way is you could get new patients. Like I always joke uh, with my wife that every every doc, and it, it's every kind of business, they just, what's your problem? It's like, I'm getting divorced. What do you need? New patients, new patients. The answer is like new patients. My car's broken down. What do you need? New patients. And, you know, so like there's a running joke in our house. Like when my wife's going out to the grocery store, what do you need? I always joke like, New patients. <laughs> it solves, it solves all problems, doesn't it? I mean, it, it's. That's I don't know about like, that. I don't know about that. <laughs> you disagree? Yeah. Well, it, you it, can put you can pump a whole lot of new patients into a broken system, right, and have no retention uh, on the other side, and you're really just spinning your wheels, right? The so retention, like, I think, is is could retention. Be big, retention yeah. is a good thing. Conversion is a good thing. Like, I'm not saying that new patients isn't good because you know, like getting more new patients and converting them is a good thing. Uh, like another thing that I find is some people obsess about trying to get like a hundred percent conversion. And then one of my mentors said is like, if you're converting 95% of the people, your prices are too low. Totally. I, I just so, saw a thread on Facebook about that and nobody said that, but I'm like, yeah, if you're converting that high, you should be charging a lot more money. Um, yeah. Or, it, or it, having more visits or, you know, it's just, like, like, yeah, I can charge 20 bucks for a visit and have a hundred percent conversion rate all day long. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So he said like, you know, like two thirds and three quarters, like once you're like going, hovering at like 80 plus percent is like, it's time to increase your prices or your visits or something. 
because like too many people are saying yes. So that's that whole concept of price elasticity and something that, you know, we track that a lot of people don't track is like just getting people to finish their treatment plans. Like I remember last year I combed through several hundred chiropractors and just kind of looking at patient drop-off analysis with several hundred plus doctors. And the median was somewhere between four and six visits where people are dropping off at. And it's just like, if they just got them to 12, like yeah. that would double their practice. That would probably not double their profits, but like it would significant, it'd get pretty close. And you know, that's one thing that's like a, a little nugget within that nugget is your patient stays for 12 visits as opposed to four, more likely they're going to get great results than they would yeah. have. Right. And they're going to be happy and probably refer other people. So the, 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 it, the synergy and the, the snowball yeah. effect of just focusing on that one thing alone, like in, 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 you know, this in soft in the software business, a big number, if you're looking at valuating uh, valuations of companies is churn. Okay. You have this many clients and you sell for this much a month and this is your revenue, but what's your churn, which is basically what's your rate at which you're losing clients. Because every right, Yeah. Cool. Right. And you don't have the chiropractic churn rate, right? Like, it's not something people talk about a lot or want to admit. They love to tell you how many new patients they got and, you know, their conversion rate. <laughs> but churn is like this dirty word, I think, in, in chiropractic sometimes. But if it's such a powerful number. Because yeah. if you just focus on that, like you said, not only do you increase your revenue, by just say double, but that, that, exper that good customer experience turns into other customers, right? They refer their friends, their family. It's an exponential growth. Yeah. And like one of the things like well, I'd say for me, like a turning point early on in my career is when we created a membership. Like that's when I started getting into marketing because like I was reading books about it early on in practice and like my second year and like business coach did it. But like I remember I started a membership and like it was quickly at like 10 to 15 K a month. And then that gave me the cojones to start writing my own copy and stuff like that because I'd read books but like, I didn't want to pay money and run an ad. And I, I wrote some ads that just totally bombed. But like, I knew that as like, okay, I got my rent covered. I got a decent chunk of my overhead covered. And back then it was like me and my wife, we had like crazy profits, right? It was just like me, her, one employee doing like a million dollars. And uh, it was, you know, we were making a decent chunk of cash. So that's awesome, man. And it's so much easier to go back to the original thing too. It's worth saying, man, it's easy to raise rates right now. Like the world is more expensive inflation. We've jacked our weights way up. Um, and it just, there's no pushback, you know, it's just, it's, 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 there's well, never been an easier time right now. Yeah. To well, raise and, and it's just, yeah. Eggs, meat, milk, gas, everything, clothing, uh, electronics, like cars, like everything. There's also there's also a danger of being too cheap, right? Like people are like, it's so cheap. Why is it so cheap? And you lose conversions because it's so cheap. Yeah. When it, you know, especially in a market where everything else is adjusted up and you're like, so cheap. There must be a reason it's so cheap. Yeah. Not, you, not you a know, good we, one. We had pushback <laughs> from only one patient and we just quickly said, you, you realize you've been coming to us for six years. Um, we used to pay our CAs 12, 13, $15 an hour. I'm like, Carl's Jr. in Starbucks now is paying $18 an hour. Like, we have to be up around $25 an hour. So, you know, the cost of having great people here, it's, it's competitive. We've had CA stolen away. 
Um, and, and we've seen that again over in the CMM side. So you have to raise your rates to offset that. Like you just, a lot of chiropractors are just losing good people or eating it or not able to find a good person because they're not willing to pay more because they don't have the margin. And it's, it's as simple as this conversation. If you retain more people at higher price points for longer periods of time and give them better results and better customer service, which I know every is basic principles, but it does get overlooked in our world, doesn't it? Nona? Yeah. And then like just um, increasing efficiency, like a lot of people always try to save themselves into a profit. And I'm not against like cost cutting and cutting expenses, but like, it's kind of like that scarcity mindset where you see like a lot of these, and it's not just chiropractors, it's just other people. They just try to save themselves into a profit. And there's a ton of like people complain about things changing with the future. But like one of the things that has improved is you could have software that shows up that works 24 seven. Like I know with Genesis, you have billing AI, you get outsource your billing, you have single point management. With ours, we have like a lot of checks and balances. Like the main thing our software does is it shows your frontline people what to focus on. And then it could show the manager if they're actually doing their work. And, you know, they're already paying for an appointment reminder system already, which is like the cost of ours. But like people are still doing things on pieces of paper, running reports, filling out spreadsheets, running this, or it just, I don't know, it seems kind of like redundant to me. This segment is sponsored by Genesis Chiropractic Software. UAC members rely on innovative and rock solid practice solutions, especially when it comes to EHRs, practice management, and billing. This is why UAC recommends and stands behind Genesis Chiropractic Software. Genesis is a best in class, all in one chiropractic practice management system that has you covered from patient scheduling to documentation and all the way through billing. Genesis uses the power of AI to find work in the system and automatically assign that work to the right person, preventing tasks from falling through the cracks. Thousands of high volume practices rely on Genesis every day to successfully grow and maintain their practices. And additionally, they integrate with most of your favorite marketing, scheduling, and payment solutions. Schedule a demo of Genesis today by visiting www.genesischiropracticsoftware.com and be sure to mention UHC as well. I hear you, so, man. like, I don't know what you guys are finding with that kind of stuff. Sorry. Uh, we like, see it a lot, like, obviously. Yeah. We see it a lot, obviously, on our side. It's like they want to spend, you know, you got to look at it as a return on investment, especially with software. Is the software saving you and or your team time doing manual labor, especially at $25 an hour now, where even they want to, you know, for example, uh, submitting a claim and, 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 uh, on our side uh, and then getting that to a clearinghouse then getting the file back and all that work and then you add up how many hours that takes in a week and we automate it for a fee but like the fee to automate it is way less than you're paying your person and sometimes people don't look think about automation and technology as an investment they look at yeah, it as a like, cost it's like it should make you money you should be able to point when i spend this money it's going to make me this much more or keep or save me this much more right there are a couple and, and things, be consistent. Yeah, like there are a couple things I still like to track, even if you have to do it manually. Like one of the things we always tracked, now we do it automatically, but like looking at all the canceled and missed appointments and what percentage of them are getting rescheduled. Um, and I found that if the front desk knew they're getting measured on that, they do a better job. And then we always tracked like 
if we look at all the appointments that came in in the last week, what percentage of those people left with a future appointment? Because, you know, like people look at stats and I think like, you know, you look at collections, which is a lagging indicator. If you're an insurance-based practice, billing is not quite as lagging. And then you're looking at like new patients, conversions and visits, which are still lagging indicators, but those leading ones, um, you could look at all the people that came in that owed money that left still owing money. You could look at all the people that canceled or missed that didn't get rescheduled. And you could look at all those people that came in and left without an appointment. And I find that those are leading indicators. And if they track those even manually, I'd say it's worth it. But we automate it because it's a lot easier. So like, I don't know what kind of things you guys are recommending to track to make sure people are doing their work. Well, as far as a, a lever goes, that's that's one of those things where it's uh, it's money on the shelf. It's in your practice. It's sitting there. You're just not taking it, right? You're just not measuring in a way that you can see it and taking it. Um, just money's falling through the through the cracks that way. With a lot of different things. So, yeah, like you said, you 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 can sell more often, but then you can also sell not the same thing more often. You could sell something different <laughs> to the same people, right? That's another thing. Like, how do you add value to their life and sell something they need that they're buying at CVS or whatever? Yeah, um, like, um, yeah, like one of the things we did in our practice like years ago, I don't do it anymore, but like uh, we did weight loss. We had all the people coming in for chiropractic, did weight loss. We had people coming in for weight loss and then we offered them chiropractic and then we added a laser, added decompression, added like different therapies. And yeah, you could add those different things because people are coming in for back pain, but then all of a sudden they got knee pain or shoulder pain or all these other things. And at a certain point I added like too many things and then we yeah. decided that it was too complicated. And then we started stripping out things and because like uh, we've decided that we're going to focus on like pain related services, right? But uh, I got caught up in shiny object syndrome and uh, I chased a few squirrels and decided uh, that I needed to simplify. So, and I'm pretty what sure was we've the all done what that. was the worst one? The biggest, worst oh, the, the erectile dysfunction. That was probably the worst <laughs> one. <laughs> so that, that was, that was, I wouldn't want to touch it, that. <laughs> well, we're, 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 we're in the Palm Springs area, which has a certain type of demographic, which was good for that. It just, I, yeah. And the thing is, I'm a chiropractor. I had nothing to do with it. I didn't do any consults and do all this stuff. It just oh, now created, he's saying you had nothing to do. <laughs> no, like, uh, like, well, it was my idea to bring it in, but like the physician was doing it and stuff like that. It was just yeah, it just created some awkwardness uh, with the staff, <laughs> especially like, and you have like, we'd have our females, some of the females were okay doing, because we did shockwave and they did shots and we had uh, one female that had no problems. And then sometimes the male patients would request a male patient and it was a little, I mean, a male tech and it just created this <laughs> extra friction that we didn't need, no pun intended, but like, it was just... Uh, yeah, I would say that was the worst one. <laughs> ja ja jack of all trades, no pun intended, is the master of none, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so many like, puns we can. Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah, puns abound. It, it was it was a profitable thing, but it was not congruent with our model, and yeah, it just 
important. Yeah, it just I just decided it was like we're getting rid of it. So yep. we got rid of it, and <laughs> uh, everyone was happy. <laughs> That's a good one, man. Awesome. Well, we better wrap it up. We're running yep. out of time now. Anything else to add, brother? Um, you know, like just accounts receivable like just making sure you guys are people are collecting on that like that's one thing that we see a lot like a number of people will have like uh, inaccurate ledgers and if you have inaccurate ledgers it makes it really hard for the people in the front line if you make it really easy for your front desk to collect uh one of the things we had is we had a more of a billing manager type person they just go through and come through and they put what people owe when they're coming in and, you know, like if you collect that $50 today or that 20 or 30, like when it's small, uh, that makes a big difference. Cause once it gets to a bigger number, some of the patients just disappear because they don't want their bill to accrue that much. And like, you just got to collect faster. Prepays are great, but there's still a lot of people that have uh, disorganized ledgers that aren't collecting for the services that they're delivering. So that would be something I highly recommend for everyone. Awesome point. Well, thanks, Naoto. Appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks, thanks brother. for your best practices. And uh, we're going to wrap it up, guys. Thanks for joining us. Have thanks for having me. All right.